people who resonate with being sensitives and who resonate with really working with the life experience, we oftentimes will find that lessons come up more readily available for these individuals because these individuals have a focus on improvement yeah. rather than a focus on stagnation within comfortability. Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hey there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. And I'm Elizabeth Modine. And today we are coming to you with two energetic themes that we are super excited to share with you. So let's get started. So number one is all about emotional trigger tests. And so this is something I'm going to, I'm going to start this off by uh, using a story from a very recent experience that I had. If you watch our channel often or listen to our channel often, then you know that I got a dog a couple of months ago and she is not great with other dogs in that she needs a lot of time for to warm up to other dogs. Um, and she gets very aggressive. I think yeah, that's a good word. She gets very aggressive uh, when first meeting another dog. So when we go on walks, we see a lot of other dogs because in the city I live in, there's a ton of people constantly walking their dogs and it's an adventure. So just recently I was having a particularly hard day where I was nearing like four or 5 PM. I was so exhausted because I had to get up early and just like all of this stuff happened. And by four or five o'clock, I was just, you know, so, so, so tired. And I still had to take her out for a walk because my partner wasn't home from work yet and she needed to go outside. And so I was like, okay, it's pouring rain, but let's do this. <laughs> so I'm like, it'll be fine. Nobody's going to be walking their dog in the pouring rain. Right. And I'm like, we're just going to go around the block. It'll take 10 minutes tops. How many dogs could we possibly see in, in 10 minutes? Well, I walk out there and immediately there is a woman across the street walking her dog and we're just trying to walk past because immediately my dog, Minnie, just starts going ballistic. And I'm just trying to walk past, trying to bribe her with treats to show her that it's okay to see a dog. And I'll give her treats when she sees another dog. Just really trying to work on that with her. But the lady decides to just stop for some reason. And I try to decide if I should go backwards or forwards, depending on where she's going, because I want to go the opposite direction of her. So my dog can like do her business <laughs> without worrying about another dog around. And so she just stops for some reason and I can't decide where she's going. And so finally I decide I'm just going to go backwards. I'll just head back home and hopefully Minnie has time to, to go to the bathroom. Well, this lady starts walking in the same direction and I was like, really, <laughs> really, you couldn't have just gone the other way or just like not stopped. Um, and so I decide, fine, I'll turn back and do the, the opposite way. And so I start heading back and then I run into a man who's running with his dog coming at us. So I have to quickly run across the street. And then once we get to the corner, so this is all happening on one block, like literally one city block. I run to the corner and there's a lady with two dogs walking perpendicular to us. And I was like, what is happening? 
And so this is like something I have been struggling with for the past couple of months is because every once in a while, this will pop up as a lesson for me with patience, of having patience for my dog, for other people, for myself, um, and not getting so worked up when I run into those situations because it really stresses me out when yeah. Minnie goes ballistic with other dogs around. It really just like gets me when I'm so exhausted on that particular day. It was just like extra and it was a test for me to see how well I'd handle it. Um, and I think I took it in stride. I'm like, I think I passed. You passed <laughs> three gold stars. That's what Hannah and I have been saying with these tests. Three gold stars. Three gold stars for you. And I'm like, <laughs> I want more than a, I want more than three gold stars for this. But that's just what it is. It's a test because like I said, I have been dealing with this for several months now. And is it a big deal at the end of the day? No, but it is something that has been stressing me out. That's been overwhelming me on particular days. And it's just something that I needed to learn how to have patience with. And this felt like the final test. And that's what a lot of these tests are feeling like is like the final test to be like, okay, did you learn your lesson? Did you learn how to do this? Did you learn how to embody this, how to add this into your life in a positive way? Um, and so it'll be like this big culmination period of just all the dogs in one city block <laughs> to see how well you hold up. So, but the thing is, is like what I've been noticing, and this has happened in several different ways in my life. This is just one example. What I've been noticing is that on this final test, it feels like you are like triggered the least because you've seen it over and over and over again. And so it's like, well, here we go again. Here's just another uh, example of this happening in my life of this lesson showing up in my life. And so you're like, well, here we are. And you just move forward because now you've learned along the way how to move forward in the most positive way for you. And so it's like this big culmination situation shows up in your life and you're like, yep, I recognize this. I've been through this before. I know what I'm doing. And you're able to move through it because you're not as triggered by it. And because you know exactly what steps to take to get through it. And it's really exciting because I feel like we have been tested, we have been getting tested for several months mm -hmm. and this is it. I mean, we're moving forward and not that we're never going to be tested again or that we're still not going to be tested for the next couple of weeks, but I feel like it's, it's ending, it's culminating and it's very exciting, but um, something to be aware of um, in, in moving forward with some of these big lessons that are show up, showing up in our lives. Uh, just taking notes, taking, taking stock for yourself. Do you feel like you are really embracing a lot of these lessons that have been popping up over and over again? Have you been learning them? Have you been like actively trying to participate and move past them? And if you're not, you know, what action can you take now so that you can move past them? Because I assure you, they will keep popping up until you learn your lesson. And that's just how it works. Um, you, they will keep popping up into your life in different ways until you finally understand it, until you're finally able to move past it. And the sooner you're able to do that, the sooner that lesson is, is out of your life for now, at least. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, and it's interesting because you'll hear people will say that a lot of times with the soul ascensioners, uh, people who resonate with being sensitives and who resonate with really working with the life experience we oftentimes will find that lessons come up more readily available for these individuals because these individuals have a focus on improvement. Yeah. 
rather than a focus on stagnation within comfortability. Yeah, so true. And so like Hannah and I talk about that all the time where it's kind of like a blessing and a curse. And I use the term curse very loosely because it is overall a blessing because we move through these things and then we're able to turn around and go, oh, well, I'm glad I'm not carrying that anymore. That was heavy as hell. Yep. And so often we carry these things for so long because they are just like part of our natural process. But then the universe gives us the opportunity to set that down or to overcome the challenging emotional response that we have to certain circumstances in a way of helping us but it sometimes doesn't feel like that (laughs) and that is speaking actually directly to my energy theme as well which is the jabberwocky and this is a really fun energetic theme that surfaced for me and by fun i just mean creative it made me excited when it came in because i love I love it when spirit will use these unique examples to bridge it all together the Jabberwocky if you do not know is a poem that was written by Lewis Carroll the same man that wrote Alice in Wonderland and it is a poem about this beast and this father is telling his son about this ferocious beast and he's talking about the woods that these, these monsters live in. And he's like, you know, beware of this beast and beware of this one and like really watch your back. And then he comes to the Jabberwocky and the Jabberwocky is this like super feared, like terrifying beast that the villagers have. Like they don't say this in the poem. This is my understanding of it. We can each have our own, of course, and that's the beauty of the imagination and interpretation of these different pieces of writing is that we can each take on our own tone. But to me, it was like the villagers were scared of this thing. Like it was a beast. It was like had all of these attributes to it that made it unbeatable and it couldn't be done. Like we we can't overtake this thing, my son. Like be careful of it because it will kill you. And his son goes after it. He like goes into the woods and he sits underneath this tree and he waits for his biggest fear. I'm getting shivers as I say this. Yeah, I know. I have like tingles on my head right here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, this is powerful. Um, he's like, I'm like shaking with it. Um, he's waiting for his biggest fear. And you can imagine what this, this guy is going through where he is about to face what his father the man who raised him, like the person that he looks up to, is too afraid to touch. He's too afraid to go there. And he beats it. He beats it. And he actually um, is kind of macabre, but he comes back with its head thumping behind him, literally. It's like what they say. Yeah, because they have finally overtaken this threat and they've finally overtaken this elusive creature that has been plaguing them for however long. And when this came in, my friends, I did not know what it was talking about because I was on a drive over the weekend and they literally just said, the Jabberwocky. (laughs) They did it like in a super like dun 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 way. And I'm like, oh, cool. What is this? And they're like, you're going to have to wait and find out. (laughs) And I'm like, cool. 
cool. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> so I've been kind of wondering how this was going to tie together, and this morning it finally did. So on a world scale, this is a time of revelation. It's no surprise. We're finding out a lot of stuff that we didn't necessarily realize was as bad as it really is. Mm -hmm. You can um, really take your own look at what I'm speaking to here and see your own perspectives because there are thousands of things coming to the light right now that we're, that we're in um, hiding for our human experience up until this point where common knowledge is becoming um, more and more saturated with shocking elements and it is a lot to take as a human being it's a lot and spirit was referring to moving forward and what the human experience is really going to be presenting us with and they were speaking to these dark elusive truths that are floating around right now in our cosmos um, there are so many different problem areas that we have on this planet that that's why I say you can really just like pick your Jabberwocky straight up and you're gonna see that on a world scale there's a lot of them yeah. there's a lot of them how do we conquer these Jabberwockies right like how do we get to the root of this evil we focus on what we can do as empowered individuals. And this is why Spirit was using this as an example, because the Father was too afraid to do this. And this is so often what we see playing out on a world scale, where the people that came before us, they didn't want to touch it. Yeah. They, it was too much. It's just the way things are you know um copy and paste literally once again whatever you want here because this shows up so often that the generations that come after feel very empowered to work on something that the previous generation didn't yeah and we're seeing that playing out really strongly right now um it's no you know there's so many generational, like, he said, she said, you didn't do this, you did this going on right now, this back and forth. And spirit, once again, wants to take that away, wants to take away the separation and says, focus on yourself. Focus on yourself as an individual. What are you doing to defeat these Jabberwockies? Because they're different for every single one of us. And I'm going to give an example because it breaks down from the world perspective into the individual yeah. and the individual that is where the real transformation takes place my friends because when you work on yourself your outer your outer world changes my hair is jumping into the ride there <laughs> your outer world changes to reflect this and this is how profound transformation takes place it's an inside job 1000% is an inside mm -hmm. job and for me, this has shown up as my own personal Jabberwockies. And I'm going to open myself up and I'm going to share with you what I walked through just a few days ago where I came face to face with one of my own. And I, like Hannah said, feel like I, you know, passed the test. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, you got my, my gold stars. But at the end of the day, it comes down to just doing your best to kind of step into your courage and step into your power and really defeat these beasts yeah. 
So for me, I have spoken to this quite a few times on our channel before. I have a really deep-seated fear around being seen. This is surprising for a lot of people because I come across as very outgoing and very friendly and I like want to talk to individuals. This is all very true to who I am. But I have wounding that I have been working through over the past six years in particular surrounding different areas of my life where I have a very strong concentration of fear. Mm. And it's a mobilizing fear. My throat chakra actually tightens up. It my throat will probably go out. My voice will probably go out as I'm trying to speak about this because it's fear that has been with me for one, my entire life during this existence, but that I've carried with me from past incarnations like so many of us have. And my Jabberwocky has been really facing the fear that I have around being accepted for who I am. And it's a total worthiness opportunity for myself. Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's a worthiness issue. I don't want to call it an issue because it's something that I'm working on. But a few days ago, I walked right into my Jabberwocky, like yeah. face to face. There wasn't even an opportunity for me to be like, oh, I'm not going to go into the woods today. You know, I'm not going to wait and see if the Jabberwocky comes out to play. It was literally me walking right into a situation where I was like, oh shit. So without getting too specific, I walked out of my front door and there, were, there was a family that was across the way and they were all sitting outside. I'm not going to get too much into my different experiences with my neighborhood. They haven't all been positive. And um, it's hard for me to talk about my friends because it's been a challenge because the universe has used this as a way for me to confront so much of my own worthiness issues and my own baggage. And it's been an ongoing process for the past three years. It has been. So I walked out and I have a very deep love for children. I love kids. A lot of you probably don't know this, but I was actually a professional nanny for around six years, bridging out of my high school experience. Kiddos are like my life. I went into schooling for teaching. I ended up dropping out just because the education system is not something that I'm interested in pursuing at this point, uh, just with the way things are. But this family has kiddos and I was waving, you know, trying to say hi and trying to, you know, say hello. Yeah. and was walking towards to get my trash can and I noticed oh they're literally averting my eye contact and it was this moment where I was like embarrassed like super embarrassed because I literally realized that the one individual in particular was going like this away from me and shielding themselves from looking at me and I know <laughs> that they saw me because the kids were going like this and like kept glancing up but didn't want to it sounds as extreme as it really was it is ridiculous and it makes me sad that we're living in a day and age where like people 
don't accept others for the lifestyle that they choose. Mm -hmm. And once again, I do feel like this has been something that I've carried with me through several lifetimes because of being a sensitive and somebody that channels spirit. And I have faced criticism for that my entire life where people will say that I'm a rube or that I am crazy, that I'm delusional, that Mm -hmm. the beings that I'm contacting are malevolent and demonic in nature. I mean, you can put your, put your hand in that fishbowl and pick out any placard and stick it above my head. And I promise you that if it is anything related to like a witch, I've been called it. And it's hard for me. It's very difficult. It makes me feel really bad about myself because it makes me feel like there's something wrong. And I've had to really work on understanding that others' belief systems regarding who I am as a sensitive and what I do for a living has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. And that is not my weight to carry. That's not my judgment to carry because I love what I do. I know that what I do is rooted in the highest forms of light available to me. And I know that the clients that come to me that receive the healing that they do from our sessions, it's worthy of, it's worthy of pursuing. And I don't need to feel insecure in my home because there's individuals surrounding my residents that don't agree with who I am and what I do. And it is hard for me to even share my Jabberwocky with you, but I feel like it's important because these beasts, these elusive creatures that plague our fears nine times out of ten they are so much worse in our heads than they are in their real example on this earth and when i realized that they were specifically looking away from me but that the kiddos kept looking up i went out of my way to really wave and smile and to say, hey there. And did the two older ones look? No, they didn't. That's okay. They don't need to. I need to be who I know I am at my core, which I'll be honest, you guys know if you've been watching, I am a smiley Aquarian goofball who loves to be happy and who loves to show that loving kindness to others because I feel like we've got enough of the shit in the world, (laughs) you know? So if these kiddos grow up to remember the, I don't, frankly, I've never talked to these individuals about why they don't like me. I don't care. I don't need to. They know what I do for a living. That's frankly all they know about me. And if they're going to choose to have an opinion about me because of this, that's their choice. Yeah. But if these kids get to grow up thinking about, like, if they remember me at all, you know, I hope that they remember that this, like, scary person that lives across the street or that lived across the street was also the same person that would smile and wave at them and show them kindness. Because that's who I really am. (laughs) And I know that. And so know that if you do come across your own Jabberwockies over the next several months, Just do the best you can to step into your light because your light 
is your greatest tool to overcoming mm -hmm. these different situations that life is presenting with us in the way of learning that we are these empowered individuals, that we really are worthy of being on this planet, that our mission here holds worth and holds value that nobody else, nobody else on this planet can bring forward your gifts in the way that you can. You blueprinted yourself in this way, my friend, to be exactly who you are, scars and all. Mm -hmm. So remember that. And with that, we are headed out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from Into the Rabbit Brill. If you enjoyed it, we would certainly love for you to subscribe to us on Spotify or iTunes. We come out with several episodes each week, so there's a lot to catch up and a lot to look forward to. Also, if you enjoyed it, we would really appreciate it if you would share this episode with your like-minded friends and family who you believe would also benefit from it. Thank you so much, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.